Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. G'day and welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. What an episode we've got for you this week, Kevin. It is great because there's a new show just started on telly. I'm a massive fan of the NCIS franchise. Yeah, it's fantastic family viewing. Oh, Denozo and Ducky and yeah, the originals were so good, but there's a Aussie version. It's come to Sydney, no less. And the star of the show, having watched the first episode, is, uh, is not only our guest, uh, Sean Sager, but Sydney. <laughs> Does Sydney look good in it? I'm telling you, it, it makes a pretty oh. stunning backdrop. But also, as Sean will uh, will tell us, he's uh, he's found a few things about Sydney and Australia as a whole that he uh, he really quite enjoys. And one of them is a former guest on this program. Yes, <laughs> um, yes. We'll talk to him about all sorts of things about coffee, about his upbringing, about his acting, uh, about uh, NCIS well, Sydney. His, and his food discovery yes. in Sydney. He's made uh, he's made, not only has he discovered <laughs> William McGuinness, uh, but he's discovered uh, something else which is quite unbelievable and he has a really good cooking tip as yeah. well, very sensible cooking tip. Now, the food pole. Well, I have to say this is a stunning picture this week, if nothing else. <sighs> Whether you love passion fruit or not or sponge cakes, this is the ultimate deluxe passion fruit sponge cake. And, uh, look, the food pole's gone off, it, yeah, has, it has to be, says. You know the, the uh, and much talked about expression uh, that we use a lot and a lot of people use, you eat with your eyes. Mm. That's something that I reckon you look at it and you go, oh, get in my mouth and then you do and you go, oh. Yeah, the passion fruit seeds stick in your teeth. Yes, as one of our... Which would uh, be your biggest concern. One of our pollsters will... Uh, no, uh. no. Not with my new tooth uh, brush thingy I've got <laughs> from the dentist. It's a beauty, that one. It'll take small buildings out of the gaps between your teeth. But it's a wonderful-looking cake and, uh, oh, Beautiful gee, cake. it's lovely to have with your cup of tea in the afternoon. All right, we'll get to the food poll later on. Let's get to the star of the show from NCIS Sydney, the new Paramount Plus uh, CBS series. Uh, it is Sean Sager. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. How's it going, guys? Lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you too. Thanks so much for doing this. No, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Welcome to our beautiful country. Is this is this your first time in Australia doing this? No, it is my second time coming to Australia, but first time being here filming the show. So (laughs) I came to Australia when I was twenty one, so a little while ago, and then um, yeah, then came back to obviously film NCIS. (laughs) Have you found much has changed over that period of time? Yes, I have. It was weird because when I came in uh, 2011, I was only like in and out. I did a tour of the music festival called The Big Day Out. Uh, my friend was performing at it. So we only was in cities for like three days at a time. So I didn't really get to see too much. So being here now for the duration I've been here, I've got to experience Sydney a lot more than I did before. Beautiful. Now, uh, we want to ask, is is the kitchen a happy place for you, Sean? Is that some uh, place where you spend a bit of time or not? Oh, my God. The kitchen is probably the only place I spend my time. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, the kitchen the kitchen definitely means a lot to me because it's, it's a thing with a day of, you know, being on set or if you're out of or if you're out of filming and you're going to the gym and doing your day today, I feel like the, the food that I eat fuels me for my energy that I need to get what I need to get done for the day. So it's a massive part of my life. Is it difficult to make uh, healthy or good choices when you're on set? I mean, they must be long and exhausting days, and I imagine sometimes uh, it's it's difficult to uh, to find the right stuff to fuel yourself for the day. 
Yeah, it is. You, you do find yourself, especially me, staying next to the craft bit, eating all the chocolates at times, but you need to stay away from there. <laughs> but um, no, it, what, what's incredible and, you know, due to a lot of productions where they're so, you know, backing you is that you can ask for caterers to, you know, cater to your specific needs. So in the morning, if you need your oats, or if you just need your fruits or whatever you need to kind of fuel you, they will, you know, make that especially for you. And then when it comes to lunch, the exact same thing, if you're on a diet where you're training, because I, I like to train uh, gym-wise, so I'm always in the gym. So they always give me like my grilled chicken, my veg, my rice, and just cook it how you would want it. So it does, it, you would probably eat better on set than you do at home, <laughs> to be fair, I would say. You're a lean, mean fighting machine as a human being and uh, your character, Deshaun Jackson's also another lean, mean fighting machine. Um, do, are, you, are you someone who loads up in the morning or do you have a big night meal or how do you, how do you balance your, uh, your food intake? I have, when I'm on set and when I'm preparing for a role, I would do my, my breakfast, lunch and dinner. Uh, my breakfast will consist of, depending on how I feel, oats with some honey or yogurt with fruit. And then throughout the day, I'll have a small lunch just because when you're on set, if you have a big lunch, it can make you feel sluggish. So I always tend to have something small and light so that it keeps me on my toes throughout the day where I don't feel like falling asleep in between takes. And then, um, and then in, the evening, in the evening, I'll just go to town on something that I fancy. I don't really tend to, you know, watch my diet plan too much. But I mean, whatever I fancy eating, I'll just eat because I know I'm going to burn it off whilst I'm training. Sean, we Aussies claim that we have the best coffee on offer in the world. Are you a coffee drinker? I, w- I can tell you this now. I've been to numerous places in the world and hands down, I didn't want to admit it because one of my friends who's from Sydney was like, we have the best coffees, you lot don't. I was like, no, London does, London does. <laughs> and since being here, you guys do have the best coffee. You do. <laughs> you definitely do. And it is, again, I'm a coffee person in the morning is what I have with my breakfast because, again, it's just that caffeine boost to just get you through the day. And um, so I'm definitely a coffee person, and it's crucial. If you get on set and the coffee isn't isn't up to scratch, it can actually affect you, which is weird because you look forward. It's like your little piece of time for yourself. That coffee and your breakfast is just a little alone 10 minutes before your day starts. So if that's not right, it kind of messes with you. So the fact that you guys' coffee is 10-10 just helps. It's easier. (laughs) <laughs> sure, that's good to hear, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is so exciting to have uh, NCIS on our on our shores, and uh, I'm sure you're enjoying being a part of it. Tell us about the experience so far, and tell us about your character. The experience has been one of a kind. Um, from you know growing up and seeing the show, and now being able to say that I'm a part of this family franchise and being so welcomed by everyone, the experience has been unbelievable. From you know getting the scripts, but then actually carrying out these performances day to day. And also just, you know, it's, it's fun. When I grew up, I was always like, yeah, to be like an agent would be incredible. Solving crimes, <laughs> running around, car chases and all of these sort of things. It was like, it was like a dream come true. So to now be on set and it be my job was just surreal. And my character, Deshaun Jackson, um, was very close to home to me. I remember when I got the audition, I remember reading the side, you get something called a side, which is basically your character breakdown. And his character breakdown was incredibly close to me and my background and how I grew up. And but obviously it being he was based out in America and I was based out in London. So it was it was incredible tapping into him. But at the same time, I felt like all I needed to do to bring Deshaun to life was be myself. 
and just add the flavor of, you know, the American twist to it. And um, yeah, so he, he, he's definitely a go-getter. He's a love, he, he's, he's all about love, which you'll, you'll figure out throughout the episode. He's a softy, but at the same time, will ride or die for his team, his team members. He likes to get the job done. He's also, he's, 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 he's what I call maybe the, the public heart from with some of the things that he comes out with. But we'll see if the public think that. So we'll see how Deshaun is taken. But he's, he's an interesting character, and I feel like the audience will resonate with him a lot. Sounds like he's a fun character to play. He's got a lot of levels, a lot of layers to him. Yes, he, he definitely, for me, I would say, is the fun character within the show. And I know a lot of the other guys will probably agree with that. It's just he has, you know, the comedy sense to him. The, it's also just the, the innocence. I think that's where his comedy comes from, is the innocence in him just being so enthusiastic. He's come from, you know, a struggle. He's changed his life, and now he's in Sydney. So for him... Being in Sydney is, is mind blowing. It's like everything is so it's so surreal. I, I, you know, seeing Bondi Beach and going to the Harbour Bridge and seeing all of these amazing locations. Deshaun was actually excited to see all of it. So the innocence is where his comedy comes from. It's a pretty stunning backdrop, isn't it, to oh, uh, to yeah. shoot a to shoot a series? Oh my god! It was there. There was a shot. I can't say too much about the episode, but there's an episode coming up with a drone shot of the Harbour Bridge. And honestly, when we looked at it, we said, everyone is going to think this is CGI, that this is green screen, because it just didn't look real. And since being him filming on these locations, I've filmed in many countries, and the way it looks over here is incredible, and I just can't wait for the world to see it. Um, The American accent, uh, it comes very easily to English actors. Uh, Did it come easily for you, obviously? Um, it, it, It didn't. It's obviously something that I've worked on over the years. Uh, I'm now in a place where, you know, I, I feel comfortable being on set. I feel like every actor, no matter who you are, will always, you know, be your own worst critic and judge how you sound because it's not your natural tone. But I would, from the moment I got picked up in the morning when we were filming to the moment I got dropped off home, I would be in, uh, in American the whole day. So I wouldn't speak British at all. Um, any conversations that I engage with, I was American. And it also just helped me to loosen up my mouth. And um, so it, it, it was easy, I would say, on this production. But we had an amazing dialect coach, Melissa, who helped us out. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, everyone believes that I'm American and I don't get slated for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, just don't get too close to William McGuinness or you'll become, you'll be, become very Australianized very quickly. <laughs> William McGuinness is one of the most, entertaining individuals I've met and just I just I loved working with him he was incredible man and I would love to do it with him again and again and he had some amazing advice for me and just learning from him was incredible you know he's been in the game for a long time and it was an honour to share the screen with him. So, yeah, he, he, he was beautiful. Man. Yeah, William has been a guest on this show and yeah, he, he is uh, he is one of life's more hilarious people, isn't he? Yes, yes, he is. He brought a lot of joy to set. There was a lot of just... And the, the thing about I love about him is in this industry, you know, you can have your individuals who give off a facade of who they are. But with William, he was just himself. And I think it was so beautiful to see someone just being themselves, but also just embracing everyone. So he really, yeah, he taught me a lot without even knowing. Sean, I'd I'd love to hear um, a little more about your own uh, childhood and and growing up and and was acting always on the radar? Is that something you always wanted to do? Um, No, it wasn't. Although my drama teacher, I was, um, 
I was apparently what she used to say to me, my teacher, Mrs. Patterson, was like, you're amazing at drama, but you don't focus enough on the written stuff. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you love being the class clown and physical performance you're happy with. But when it comes to writing, you just don't care. And I said, yeah, but Mr. it's boring. I don't like it. So <laughs> she was like, well, I was like, I can't. Yeah, I don't want to do it. I just want to be the class clown. Let me have fun. Let me play random characters. So I always loved drama. And then when I left school, I remember she said to me, you should really pursue something in this. And I went, nah, Miss, I want to play soccer, football. I would call it football, but I know for a lot of people, they say soccer. But, um, and after I left, me and my brother, who also is an actor, we got asked to audition for a film when I was 19 years old. I didn't know what I wanted to do in life, didn't know where I was going. I was really in a lost place with, you know, giving up playing football and not understanding what I wanted. And I went for this audition because I was like, look, I've got nothing to lose. Um, I got the part, me and my brother. Uh, we did the film. It was a British film called Ill Manners. Um, and then from there, I got asked by the casting director to audition for a show called Top Boy. And I was like, okay, I'll go. I've got nothing else to do on a Tuesday. I'll head in. <laughs> so I went into this audition, did three rounds of this, mental process of auditioning with a, a casting director called Des Hamilton and I remember being away and I got an email a message saying check your email so I checked my email and all I saw was we want to offer you the part in Topway and I was like oh my god I've got the part and um, so I left where I was went back home filmed it the show came out I got approached by agents signed with an agent and I've been acting ever since never went to drama school never trained never done anything so yeah, that's kind of how my life happened and how I fell into this. Uh, now, NCIS is, a, as you mentioned, a fabulous franchise that we've been watching for a number of years now. The Australian version, is, is it got everything that we've come to expect, the action, the humour, all, all the things that we, we've come to love from, uh, from the show? I feel like um, all we've done here with the grace of being able to, you know, create something of their franchise is have everything they've got with an Australian twist. And it just I'm just grateful to be a part of their franchise and their family. So I feel like what we've done is what everyone loves and wants from NCIS, but again, just with a different flavor because we're now in Sydney. So it's the same premises, it's the same basis, it's the same humor, same storylines in terms of solving crimes, but it's now got a Sydney flavor. So I, I'm really hoping that the guys from, you know, that have been the, the hardcore fans of this, just welcome us with open arms and, yeah, just welcome us into the family. Speaking of a Sydney flavour or even, indeed, uh, an Australian twist, have you discovered anything uh, in terms of food uh, or drink or anything here in Australia that you don't find elsewhere that you, um, that you really quite like? Yes. Um, I am a massive uh, grilled chicken fan. <laughs> I love my grilled chicken. Um, and I have discovered a restaurant over here called Oporto's, which I would go to every evening <laughs> after filming. I would go and get the extra hot half chicken with halloumi chips, and that would be my meal. <laughs> to the point where I would call home to my mum, and my mum was like, son, you really need to stop eating this chicken every single day. You need to switch it up. So Oporto's for me was definitely something that... Um, that I've discovered over here that, yeah, even now I've been here, I keep saying to everyone, can we get a portal? Can we get a portal? Because I've not had a chance to get it yet. So I'm probably going to do that this evening and just go and grab one. So, yeah, a portal is definitely my Sydney flavour that I've 
Oh. oh my goodness! You are living. You are living the the jingle. Just got to go, a Porto. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Honestly, I swear to you, I, I, will, I will be sponsored by them for the rest of my life and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean, what's uh, how, how much of the series have you done, and how much have you got left to do uh, to, to finish up the first series? Uh, so the first series we've now finished shooting. Um, it will be eight episodes. Um, it will be on Paramount Plus, and yep. then obviously in America it'll be on CBS. And um, yeah, the, the the season's now done. We've finished shooting it, and yeah, who knows what what's in store for season two and when that will be taking place. But fingers crossed, you know, we leave it all in the hands of God, and we'll see where it goes from there. Usually, just to finish up, uh, Sean, we like to ask our uh, guests, and sounds like you'd be a pretty um, good guy to ask. Uh, is for a um, a cooking tip or a kitchen tip to share. Do you have one of those? All right, a cooking tip for me to share is there should only be one chef in the kitchen. When you have too many chefs in the kitchen, it can ruin the recipe. So I feel like when you're in the kitchen or you're at someone's place and they're cooking, just allow them to do their thing. I'm one of them people where I like to cook my way with my various different things of seasoning. And I always get annoyed when someone comes in and goes, oh, no, do you do it like that? Maybe try it like this. And I always just say, I kind of think there's one chef here. So I love someone to do their thing and have fun. And I feel like, feel like food is very, cooking is very therapeutic. So my thing is just cook more and enjoy it because it, it, it's good for the soul and it's good for the body. So, yeah, they're my tips. Beautifully Perfect. done. Uh, we look forward to NCIS Sydney every Friday on Paramount+. Plus. Thanks, Sean. Uh, enjoy the rest of your time in Australia and thanks for spending some time with us on Food Bites. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. It's been a pleasure. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. He's a lovely <laughs> fella. Well, we thoroughly enjoyed that. We said he's just such a nice young man. Over here, thanks. I'm just directing the Oporto people where they can bring... <laughs> <laughs> what a great plug for a porto. Oh, they must be absolutely thrilled with that to the point where Sean was saying his mum on the phone was saying, Stop now, son, <laughs> shouldn't you have something different tonight? No, uh, mum, no. <laughs> talk about a totally unsolicited, unrehearsed, yeah. uh, absolute acknowledgement of a... Of yeah, a, a thorough joy yeah. to have it, Sean, it on our good. show. Yeah. It was terrific. And the show's good. Have a look. It's really good. Oh, right. time for the food poll. Oh, Kevin, yeah, passion fruit it. sponge. Let's have our coffee and a, and a bit of cake. Yeah. I don't reckon you'd go for it. No, would you know? Would you? Yeah. With the what, passion fruit icing? Uh, yeah, again, mm. I'll, I'll, that thing where one or two bites would be good and I don't I don't yeah. know that I'd enjoy it till the end. But Yeah, and you've got to have the, the right ratio of uh, cream to cake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see what the people say, Kevin. Terry will start the us people. off. <laughs> Sarah's got you people. people. <laughs> Sarah's got people. We're in trouble. That's right. I'll get my people to call Here your people. Go. Terry says it's definitely a yay for him. Uh, I love it, although I'm not allowed to have too much of it these days. Like... Many of us. Sue Landry's one of my people. She says, oh, good, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Silvana says that is a yes from me. Rebecca says, oh, my God, yes, <laughs> passion fruit, anything. Though a sponge cake is one of the biggest challenges to try and veganise. Yes, I'm sure it would be, <laughs> except, the, well, passion, I'm, I'm except gonna, the passion fruit part. <laughs> I'm not going to bother. Uh, Joylene says it's a yes from me as long as it's got cream. Uh, Mari says, oh, yes, please. Rob Elliott in caps says, yum. Diane says, has to be from the Freshwater Creek Cake Shop. Yum. Muriel Cooper says it's a huge yay for her. Annie says, hell yeah. Michelle Mostert, oh, yes, please. Tim says, yay. Angie, yay. 
Uh, Deb Murphy says, yay, yay, yay. And Karen says oh, a, big, what a big yes as well. Uh, Kathy <laughs> says, oh, yeah, how could you say no to that? Yeah, it's a great photo. Rachel says, yay. Sharon says, it's a big yes from me. The CWA ladies make the best. That is true. It is. Yeah, no one does a sponge like a CWA no, lady. That's, that's what their bread and butter. <laughs> their bread and butter, get it? <laughs> uh, Kathleen says, my absolute favourite. Simon says, ooh, yeah. Anthony says, I like the taste but I hate the passion fruit seeds. Oh, okay. It could be like a Frank thing. Love the seeds. No. <laughs> no. Love the taste. Hate the seeds. Uh, Annie says, my nan used to make them and my auntie still does to this day. Yeah, it's an art to making a sponge, nice yep. fluffy sponge. Rose says, yes, please. What time's morning tea? Glenn says, bloody oath, Paddo. Just going to Kilo looking at yes, it. Yes, I think we all did. Caroline says, I used to drive to Red Hill Market for these uh, just inside the first shed. Is there you go. The probably tip. still is. Yes. Uh, Sarah Wombie says, now what a beautiful cake. I'd definitely take a slice or two of that, but I'd remove the seeds. Mm. Had an awful time many years ago, which required a visit to the dentist. I couldn't get the bloody seed out of my back tooth. Oh. There you go. <laughs> That's a terrible tale. <laughs> Why am I laughing? Davin says, yes, please. Candace says... Candice White from Channel 10 says, nope, I hate cake. I also hate cream. Well, that simplifies it, yep. doesn't it? And, and can I just point out, that is the first no we've had. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realise. Yes. Charles says, it is a strong yay for me. Some CWA bakers introduced me to this as a young kid and I've always loved this type of cake. Old Croaky says, most definitely yes. Nothing better than a large slice of passion fruit sponge cake accompanied by <laughs> a good... What? A gold rim. Oh, a gold rim. Sorry, I thought good. My new glasses. A gold rim bone china cup of black tea on a glass of semi or a glass of semi-dry Riesling. Oh, yes. It's all about the, the cup you put the tea in. I agree, yeah, old croaky. Fine bone china for sure. Always yeah. tastes better. Sue Hosking says, I'm not a big passion fruit fan, so I would probably pass on it. There you go, two no's. And here's the third one. Merv Hughes says, Nope. Oh, three. Melissa says, always. Simon Owens from 3AW says, uh, triple yay. Cream, sponge <laughs> and passion fruit icing. All totes amaze balls. <laughs> Colin Vickery says, yes, as a nostalgia trip. Mark Stevens says, yay. And Jim Wilson says, nay, he'll take savoury any day. Wow. And here is the vote. Oh, uh, overwhelming. We can actually name names here. Uh, yes, 95%. Oh, resounding. And it wasn't for Merv Hughes, Jim Wilson. Sue Hosking. Sue Hosking and <laughs> Candice Wyatt. Uh, would have been 100%. They were the fly in the ointment. They certainly were. Uh, so <laughs> passion fruit sponge all round. Thank yeah, you very much. Yes, we'll cook some up. Our thanks to Sean Sager, our yeah. guest from NCIS Sydney. Have a look at the show. It's on Paramount+. Plus. New episodes dropping every Friday. Mm. Until next time, a new episode of us will be dropping <laughs> soon too. <laughs> You're dropped. It's called Food Bites with Sarah Patterson. Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page for recipes, tips and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier.